Welcome to The Score, fantasy basketball podcast, where you get great advice on how to stay ahead of your competition here in these fantasy basketball streets. Now, the dopest analyst in fantasy basketball, Waver Wire Queen. What's going on, all my fantasy basketball fans? Waver Wire Queen, welcome to the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Happy holidays. Hope you are enjoying um, the holiday season with your loved ones, your friends, and also with the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you enjoy watching the show via YouTube. If you enjoy watching on other platforms, social media, we are out there as well as on any podcasting hosting platform, Spotify, Google, Apple, we are out there. So uh, make sure you go to those sites that you enjoy listening to podcasts and follow the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about uh, some players you should consider adding week 11 via the waiver wire. Some of these players have short-term value. Some may have long-term value. And I will definitely let you know which players you should consider in the short as well as the long. Let's get right into it because it's the holiday season. I don't know about you guys, but it has been um, a crazy year fantasy-wise. So much is going on with several players being in the NBA's health and safety protocol because of COVID. Obviously, load management at some point this year is always going to be a factor in injuries. Right now, a lot of players aren't available to you and it's largely due to players being in a protocol. So um, last week I did a little quick video and I recommended players that you consider for the short. And when I mean short, I mean maybe just good for one game because you don't want to get rid of some of your heavy hitters for a player who's on the 10 day contract and may not even see a second 10 day contract with that team. But nonetheless, you got to do what you got to do out here in these fantasy basketball streets. And part of that is just adjusting to whatever is going on. And a lot is going on. All right. I don't know about you guys, but the Christmas games are coming on tomorrow. I don't even have anyone available to play. Playing against people and they have people playing. I have Luca and he's not available. So I'm just going to sit back and watch my opponent rack up the points on me. (laughs) But hey, it it happens. Uh, Sometimes there are going to be weeks where you're just going to lose and there's nothing you can do about it. And you just simply may not have players available and you cannot drop those players because are you really going to drop KD? No, we don't do that. See, we don't do we don't do that. We make other moves. But dropping some of your be- best players is simply not a move that we make. I don't ever recommend it. Sometimes again, you may have to take the L that week, but we're going to pick it up throughout the season, I promise you. One thing I will say is consider looking at what players are on the waiver wire. I've uh, 
going through wave wire in a few of my leagues. And there are players that um, some managers are dropping because they're like, I can't afford to fall behind against my opponent on a given week. And you see players like Ricky Rubio on a wave wire. I've seen some heavy hitters and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick him up. I may not have the players to play tomorrow, but again, this is not just a short-term situation because you have a full season, you know, fantasy basketball is a long season. So just because you're struggling right now does not mean you cannot pick it up. And part of that is identifying players that have no business being free agents on the waiver wire and, and picking them up. So I highly recommend that you survey the waiver wire, not only for the players that I'm recommending, but also players that have no business being available. Don't wait until someone else is thinking what you're supposed to already been doing. So again, we act to stay ahead of our competition. So with that being said, Tristan Thompson, this is a short-term recommendation because right now, again, there's so much going on and he is producing. He is rostered on platforms at over six, seven percent, which means nine times out of ten, he is available and can help your team in spot starts. Not every night and not long term, but nonetheless, he's going to get you between 17 and 19 fantasy points in a points based league, which is solid production from a power forward slash center uh, role. He's averaging 7.2 points on the season and 6.1 rebounds, which is good. He's going to shoot a high percentage from the field. He is not a stretch forward. He is only going to be able to do his damage in the paint. And there's going to be some nights where he's going to get at least 10 plus rebounds, which will help you. So if you are looking for uh, someone like Thompson in a points-based league, he's definitely going to rack them up because of uh, the potential with rebounding. And and if you are in a categories-based league and you have to pick up someone like Tristan Thompson, he will definitely help you when it comes to rebounds, okay? So consider him. And again, this is short-term. This is not a long-term solution. He is not long-term. He does not have the long-term value, guys. So don't look at him in a long-term uh, manner. Kevin Love, I look at him as someone long-term who can help your team for the remainder of the season because he's bringing some great value and he is definitely in the rotation when he is healthy. Obviously, when he's not healthy, he's not playing and then he's eligible to, to get the boot and get cut from your from your team. However, he's back. They have uh the Cavs have several players in the protocol as well. And Kevin Love is back. He's playing well. And he is uh rostered in a little over 60% of, of of platforms, which means there still is a chance that he's available. He was available in two leagues that I am in. I was able to pick him up in one. I haven't put a claim in, in the other league. I am considering it, but I just really need to look at my roster and see if it makes sense. A lot of these players should make sense because there are so many players that are in a protocol, but you want to pick up players that make sense for your roster and how you drafted and based on um, lead, your league's scoring system. So you got to take all of that into consideration and then make your move. So Kevin Love, 
great value. He's going to get you between 23 and 25 fantasy points. And on some nights, he's going to have a monster game like he did the other night where he's going to get you over 40. That's not going to happen often, but there is the potential for that, especially when players are not available. Jared Allen is not available. Mobley, not available. Kevin Love, available, going to play, going to produce. He's going to score, and he's going to rebound the ball. If you know anything about Kevin Love, he's going to definitely snatch down 10-plus rebounds. So <laughs> with Kevin Love on the season, averaging 12.4 points, 7.3 rebounds, and two assists per game, going to shoot a solid percentage. Sometimes he may hit the occasional three. Okay? He, he hit the three every now and then. So if you are in a points-based league, you know that he's going to get you a good amount of points on a nightly basis as long as he is playing and he is healthy. He will get playing time. Regardless if um, Allen and Mobley is there, he'll be pretty much relieving them. And the fact that they are not available right now, he's going to definitely get the minutes. So in um, a categories, basically, he's definitely good when it comes to rebounds. It's going to help your team in the rebounding capacity. Malik Beasley, guard with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I had some high hopes for Beasley this uh, season, especially after the solid season he had last year. Been very inconsistent this year. I have him in a league. I've been looking at him sideways, y'all, all season long, trying to find a way to release him and pick somebody else up. Unfortunately, haven't been able to find anyone better than what he has done throughout the season to pretty much warrant the uh, release of Beasley. Nonetheless, got to be patient with him. He's starting to to play more minutes, which is good, and he's starting to, to produce on a more consistent basis. Please understand that there are going to be those nights where he is not going to, to produce at the level that you are hoping, and there are going to be some nights where you're like, oh, okay, 25 fantasy points. Okay, I, I can rock with that. So, it's going to be inconsistent. It's the Timberwolves, y'all. Come on now. But nonetheless, with everything that's going on, he is a player who can help your team. He's not in the protocol. He's getting the minutes. He is producing. That's what we're looking for right now. Whoever is available and they are producing. You don't want to pick up someone who's not producing. He is helping his team out, and it's going to help your team out specifically because of the players in the protocol. He's rostered in over 40, 43, 44% of leagues. He's going to get you between 18 and 21 fantasy points in a points-based league. And he's averaging 11.8 points on the season, a little over four rebounds and 2.3 assists. He's not going to shoot a great percentage from the field. Nonetheless, he's going to do a little bit of everything to get you what you need. I highly recommend him as a player to consider strictly in a points-based league. Categories-based league, it's a no for me, okay? It's a, it's a huge no. So, again, consider uh, Beasley. Let's talk about Alec Burks. Definitely a must-add. I've been talking about him over the last several weeks. He's actually always been one of my favorite low-key, deep, deep sleeper fantasy players over the last few years. He always finds a way to uh, get on a court and produce. He's definitely starting for the Knicks, and he's been producing for the Knicks ever since they uh, add him into that starting lineup. He's going to have those games where he's going to score the ball. He's going to have those games where he's 
not going to play well. Nonetheless, he is starting. Derrick Rose is going to be out for at least eight weeks due to an ankle injury and pretty much surgery. And then you have Emmanuel quickly in the protocol. Um, Kimber Walker was in a doghouse, not in a doghouse anymore, and he's balling out. So pretty much him and Kimber are the guards for them. And Evan Fournier hasn't been living up to the hype of the contract. Nonetheless, Burks has been consistent, probably plays better defense than Walker. Nonetheless, Tibbs actually trusts him, so he is getting the minutes. He can play the guard or the forward spot. So you know that if you're in the league where you can start a guard or a forward, and if you have some space for Burks, add him because he's definitely getting the time on the court. And again, with other players no longer available, to the Knicks and in that rotation right now, you already know that he's guaranteed to at least play 30 minutes a game. And he's going to score the ball. He's rostering over 59, 60% of leagues. He should get you between 20 and 23 fantasy points in a points-based league. And what he's pretty much going to do is score. He's going to get you points and maybe four or five rebounds on a nightly basis. So consider Burke, y'all. Now, here are some short-term. When I say short, I mean they are short as soon as the top dogs on these teams are out of the protocol or return from injuries. These guys will not see the minutes that they are. Some of them may not even be on the roster. It is what it is. Max Strauss. He's a nice ad, short-term and good for daily fantasy. Guard, sometimes they throw him in the forward spot. He's not that tall, but, hey, you just got to do what you do out here because <laughs> the Heat, they have a lot going on with injuries. I mean, Jesus. Okay, Jimmy Butler isn't playing. He's injured, obviously. That's their uh, one of their most important players they have several players who have been out and guess what this young man has stepped up to me he's a player that they should keep on their um, roster for the remainder of the season because he has performed well whether that is just him coming off the bench he's rostered it over 36 37 percent of leagues he is going to get you between 17 and 19 fantasy points he's averaging 10.9 points per game Three and a half rebounds. He's going to get you one assist. He's shooting 40% from three. So the fact that he is playing almost 35 plus minutes a game, you can rely on him at least for his three-point shooting in a categories base league at the guard spot or the four spot, whichever position you uh, place him in. He is going to help your team and this is short term because once you see players like Butler back and Duncan fully healthy and Tyler Harrow fully healthy his minutes will go down drastically and then he won't be a player that I would keep I would not recommend keeping him at that point in time because he's not going to get the minutes or the amount of opportunity that he is getting right now. Over the last two weeks, his production has increased drastically because he is playing way more minutes than 
he probably thought he would have played this year. And again, you always got to stay ready. He's staying ready and he's performing again. Um, I talked about last week, having the opportunity and what you do with that opportunity. He's playing himself to me on, on a roster for the remainder of the season and potentially an invite to somebody's camp, okay? So he's averaged 16.9 points, 4.6 rebounds, and 1.9 assists over the last two weeks, which is incredible. So short-term ad, yes, use him. Again, you take advantage of the opportunity. These players are performing and producing, and you know what? We love that, and we use that. Hey, hit the like button. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, y'all. Dave Benson, guard with the Heat. I'm talking about the Heat a lot. Yes, the Heat, again, they've had issues outside of the uh, health and safety protocol. That is an issue, too, but they have players who are truly injured due to other reasons, back, knees, things like that. So Dave Benson has been also uh, playing well, not as hot as um, – Struce is doing, but you know what? Hey, he's still producing. So he's rostered in 22% of leagues. He's going to get you between 16 and 19 fantasy points if you are looking at him in a points-based league. And when I say short-term for him, I mean extra, extra, extra short. If you want to use him in daily, that's great. And if you want to use him in a spot start, I know some people right now are just like working the waiver wire to the point where, oh, I can use him tonight and then I need to move on because that's how bad it's gotten for some teams where they don't have enough players to play each night that they have to pick a player up on the waiver wire, drop him, go for someone else. It's it's like that sometimes. And right now, based on several factors, the way your commissioner set up the league and um, the roster format, pretty much, the healthy, health and safety protocol, injuries, load management, all of that stuff, and the games being postponed um, have caused managers to have to be strategic and really think outside of the box in order to stay competitive every week. You have to do what you have to do as long as you are respecting the game and not cheating. You got to do what you got to do to uh, ensure that you have the best chance of winning, even when you may only have one player and he is not your best player. You still have to do what you have to do. And that's what we're doing, y'all. That's what we're doing. But anyway, back to Vincent. He's averaging between, again, 16 to 18 points for you in regards to fantasy. I only recommend him in a head-to-head points-based league or any type of points-based league really not doing that much to where I would say he has great value in the categories, basically. He is shooting 37% from three. So if you want to consider that for categories, basically, if you are struggling from threes and you don't have anyone, then he can help you with that. But just know that once the heat are fully healthy, his value goes down quickly and you move on. D. Anthony Milton, Guard with the Grizzlies, playing very well throughout the season. He looks like he's cutting into Desmond Baines' minutes, I see, okay? Milton has been uh, performing. He's been very consistent all year, and I'm confident that he will still have a really good role for the Grizzlies this season going forward. So as long as he has value and as long as he is playing well, you continue to use him, okay? You Even if he's coming off your bench helping you, again, 
your team is not just your starters. You have to have those bench players as well. And you see why I've been saying when you are drafting and uh, pretty much creating your team, you want to make sure that your bench players are good. Any event that your starters and some of these guys are your top dogs and they're not available. You see it right now. KD, Harden at some point, the Greek freak, everybody. I mean, come on now. You have to always make sure that you respect what your bench players are doing because they are the ones who may carry you right now. So again, with, with Milton, definitely playing very well, rostered in over 50% of leagues. If you are in a points-based league, he's going to get you between 23 and 20 six fantasy points, which is very good production for a player coming off your bench and for a player who's helping your team right now with all that is going on. There's so much going on. And hey, I'll take 24 points opposed to no points, okay? I told you guys, I don't have anyone playing tomorrow and my opponent has at least two players. So if I had Milton playing tomorrow, I would be glad to take his 20. 24, 25 points. But nonetheless, he's averaging 10.5 points per game, 4.2 rebounds, and 2.7 assists. Definitely a player that you can rely on. He's been showing you he's consistent so far this throughout the season. So check him out. Larry Nance Jr. I was talking about him uh, during the preseason as a breakout player because of the fact that he was going to have more opportunity playing with the Trailblazers didn't start off that well. He has picked it up and he's been playing very well. And again, he's another one of those guys who's going to play the forward slash center spot and can help your team. He's going to obviously dunk on people at times and he's not going to do anything so great that you're like, oh, he's going to get you 15 rebounds or 10 rebounds or whatever. No, he's going to get you a few points, a few rebounds. Maybe a block here or there, and it's going to all balance out to, to at least maybe 18, 19, 20 points. So, yes, he's getting you between 18 and 20 fantasy points, as you can see, um, averaging 6.4 points, 5.6 rebounds, and that is good. I would love to see um, those rebounds increase, especially with his athleticism. His rebounding should should be much higher, at least, if if nothing else, seven. You know, I love to see him push himself to that. And he has good value right now. And they are playing him and utilizing him more. So as long as they are utilizing him and you are struggling because you, your players are not available, he can come in there and help you out some nights. Not all nights, some nights, okay? Remember that. Cameron Johnson. Cam Johnson, that's right, played very well in the postseason for the Suns last year. He has been playing well. To me, it looks like they are utilizing him much more, and he has very much been consistent all season long. Definitely really stepped it up even more so with Booker being out. And again, he's playing well. So when you have a player who's playing well, they're consistent. They have a, a role that they know what it is, and the team know what it is, and they're using him. We use him too, okay? And that's what that's what we're doing. He's wrestling over 40% of leagues. He's going to get you between 19 and 21 fantasy points in a points-based league, okay? So pick him up. He's going to shoot a high percentage from threes. So if you are struggling because you have several players out and you're in a categories-based league, Cam is shooting 43% from threes, which is really good, okay? Stretch four, 
gonna play well. If they play small ball, they may throw him in there at the center spot, which is crazy, but it's possible. Anything's possible. So um, again, pick him up and, and use him. He has been consistent all season. One of the more consistent uh, role players, okay? 10.7 points per game, four rebounds, 1.3 assists, and again, shooting 43% from threes. What more can you ask for? All right, y'all. I got a G League player I'm going to recommend, and this is not a player in the G League. I'm calling this the G League segment, and I'll be, uh, from time to time, recommending a wild card player who is a player you wouldn't normally consider, but with everything that's going on, you're going to consider him, and opportunity is there, and he's on a roster, and the opportunity is there, and we've identified that, hey, this player may take off. And again, these are players that you, on a normal basis, would not even consider. They can stay on waivers. But let's talk about Denny Abdija with the Wizards. He's playing very well. He's definitely in a rotation. Roy Hichimaru is still out. Don't know when he's going to come back. If he comes back, this young man is still playing very well and has identified a, a role. Um, deep leagues. Definitely a player I would take a look at. And also in a dynasty league, he's a young player that I would consider adding. They drafted him fairly high and had high hopes for him. And so in a dynasty league, yeah, you have hopes for him as one of the young players. Not saying he's on the high end, but he's still young enough to where he's developing. And they are playing him. And the coach has come out and said that as long as he continues to play that defense and he's improving, he's going to be in a rotation. He will hit the three, so he's going to stretch the floor. So if you are looking for a, a player in a dynasty league, especially if you are a heavy hitter and you do the dynasty league in um, fantasy basketball, then consider picking him up. Um, he's going to get you between 17 and 20 fantasy points in a points-based league. Right now he's averaging seven points, 4.9 rebounds, and 1.3 assists per game. And he's rostered in over 16% of leagues. Now, he's not a player that you would be like, wow, oh, okay. But again, we've talked about COVID protocol, pretty much the players being in the protocol. We've talked about load management, and we've talked about injuries throughout the season, and more specifically, health and safety protocols where you don't have players available. And you're looking on waivers, and you don't know who to pick up because it's to the point of where it's players that you've never heard of potentially, right? Well, you heard of this guy. He's coming in there. He's starting to get more opportunity. And we wild. We crazy. We going to take a chance on players because we're at that point where we're looking at our, our roster and we're like, I don't have anybody to play for the next few games because, hell, games may be postponed. Your players' games may be postponed, but your opponent's players may still be playing. So you have to keep up. He's a player that may be able to help you keep up. Some of these matchups are going to be even closer, sometimes you may have to play this guy and he may get you to 17 points. That may be the difference in the game. There's going to be some weeks where you're going to get blown out because you may simply not have anyone and there's not a move that you really can make, which is going to be a difference maker. And I understand that. And remember that if it's a move that doesn't make sense for you or your team. Don't make the move because you don't want to hurt your team long-term. And that's one of those dropping a player. You have no business dropping. 
If you don't like the player, trade the player. There's players that I'm just not fond of, but I'm not going to just drop them like, oh, whatever. No, try to trade a player. Prime example, right now, Kimber Walker, hot player on the waiver wire, right? Yes, okay, he's not in the doghouse right now, and he's playing crazy. He's playing out his mind. I would be selling so high on him right now, guys, because I don't think he's going to be able to su sustain that level of production. And then once Rose returns and um, quickly, what are you going to do? Of course, he may still be in the rotation, but he's not going to produce at that level. So, hey, make a move. Do what you got to do out here in these fantasy basketball streets. And that is a part of what I was saying earlier. You have to do what you have to do. As long as you're not cheating or doing anything disrespectful for uh, fantasy basketball, that's something you can do. You have this player who right now has great value and somebody else may be in a position where they have to make a move because they are struggling. And you can use that as a strategy too. You may not be affected by the health and safety protocol because all your players are available or may have gone through it early on. And you may be able to pick up a player off the waiver wire that you can use in a trade to secure some other assets. Play the game, y'all. Do what y'all got to do out here in these fantasy basketball streets. But nonetheless, y'all, happy holidays again. Hey, happy holidays. Feeling a lot better. Head hurts a little bit, but I'm working through the concussion, y'all. Thanks for your well wishes. Love on your peoples. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and follow me on all major uh, social media sites and um, podcasting sites. Y'all enjoy your holiday weekend. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Score for more fun and great advice on how to win at fantasy basketball. And if you've got comments or questions about The Score, send them to waverwirequeen at gmail.com. The Score.